Staples, your flight attendant, to her fully upright and locked position. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat and buckle up. Seat backs and trade tables in their full upright position. It's another episode of Skip Happens. A view from 30,000 feet. From the first music lesson to the first paid gig to signing the deal, it's the journey that is the life of an artist. Now, here's your captain and co-captain, a.k.a. your hosts, Skip Clark and Deb Lamphere. There's Deb up there. How are you, Deb? I'm good. How are you today? Ready to go? You're ready I'm to go, ready. right? Ready and excited. Guess we... Wait a minute. I don't... Wait a minute. Just sit there and smile, Russell. Hold on a minute, because I'm going to do something a little bit different here. Watch this. Listen, listen. Here we go. Listen. Every little, every little, every little thing about her love. More than I did, baby, I do. I don't love you like I used to. She likes it well. She likes it well. <laughs> Here we go. Russell Dickerson. Woo! There he is. Hey. <laughs> How'd you like that, huh? That was gorgeous. That I was bet gorgeous. it was. Come on. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Good to see you again. Hey, thank y'all for having me. I'm honored to be on here today. Yeah, well, we're honored to have you. I know we talked just a few days ago. Uh, you're on the McGraw tour uh, when they rolled through Syracuse at the Lakeview Amphitheater. That's a beautiful venue, by the way. I don't know if you got a chance to, to go out and take a look at the lake was right behind you and mm -hmm. just absolutely. Oh, beautiful. yeah. We had uh, the whole meet and greet and everything was set up right out there. So, oh, yeah. That's as right. we're talking to fans, interacting, it's like looking at this beautiful lake. Oh, and gorgeous. Sun, I think we actually had sun that was setting that day. That was the brightest show we've ever played. I mean, it was like <laughs> the sun just just sun just stayed there. Yeah. It was doesn't beautiful. happen very often. Not in Syracuse. Right. You yeah. lucked out, my friend. You lucked out. It's Russell Dickerson. Man, it's such an honor to have you on. Of course, uh, early in the year, you headed out on your own headlining tour, and uh, you got through that. I know you've been overseas, and I know you're going back again. And now you're on the McGraw tour. How, how are yeah. you doing all this? You got the fam Man. too. You got Remington. You got your wife, Kaylee. Yeah. Dude. Wow. You know, it's it right now is all hands on deck. It's uh, it's full send right now. So January is when we kicked off headlining tour. Mm -hmm. Soon as we've soon as we wrap that up, like you said, went straight to Europe, got back, got ready for the McGraw <laughs> tour. And uh, this is our last weekend coming up. And so we got three more with Tim McGraw, then CMA Fest, and then summer festival season. And then we're going back to Europe and headlining uh, I was, uh, in October. I was, yeah, I was reading that, that you're going back in October. So. Yeah. So, Isn't I mean, cool? dude, this, this whole year is... <laughs> you know, after COVID, it's not a bad problem to have. To it's really honest. not, you know. Yeah. After, after coming out of 20 and 21... I am just so grateful to be on a tour bus playing in front of thousands of people every night. So I have no complaints. <laughs> well, you brought the house down here in the queue, so I can tell you that much. It that was, was pretty awesome. Oh, that, I mean, everybody came off that show reeling, reeling. I mean, it, it was it was definitely a big standout show. We were, we did, we had quite the crowd actually. I mean, I mm -hmm. couldn't see, I mean, I was, I was fortunate I was in the seats, but looking back, it looked like it went, that crowd went way back. Yeah. yeah. I can tell and you, we had close to 12,000 in that amphitheater. So, and that's yeah. a good crowd for that place. 
So. I was about to say, uh, we every night we see the ticket counts of mm-hmm. how many people are in the door by the time we start. And by the time we started, there was over 11,000 people yeah. in their seats already, which is beautiful. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Definitely a yeah. beautiful thing. Oh, man. So uh, you said you only got a few more dates left on the McGraw tour, but uh, let's take you back, if you don't mind. Tell us about the beginning. You got a phone call from Tim McGraw, and you sat there at your table, and you just couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I was completely speechless to be talking on the phone with Tim McGraw. It showed up like no caller ID or like restrictive. <laughs> Basically, you should just say someone famous is calling you. And and so, yeah, I mean, he was he literally just got off set of 1883. They just wrapped for the day. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, I just want to just let you know how excited I am to have you on tour. And I was like, bro, I want to let you know how excited (laughs) I am to tour with you. And uh, so, yeah, man, it was just like I was just like sweating. It was like, yeah, but you've been doing this a while. You're you are already a star. You've been doing this for a little bit. So, but still you feel like it's McGraw. Holy cow. Yeah, man. Like if I've listened to more hours of country music, it's Tim McGraw. You know (laughs) what I mean? So it just, he is like, I love his music so much. So many songs, so many albums, Yeah, deep cuts, you know, he's not even playing. Like he has so many hits that he, he leaves out. Like she's my kind of rain. He doesn't play uh i mean tell your ride like there's so many songs that i wish i could hear um but you know i i I just like have been so influenced by him and and i love the fact that you said deep cuts because yeah you have your hits but then let's go beyond that let's go a little deeper in the album and you can bring out some of those cuts and it's amazing and i'm sure it's happened to you too uh Mm -hmm. something that's not played on radio yet when you're singing it and you see everybody singing it back to you yeah. That, that's that's a pretty good indication that dude you've hit it that's, that's yeah man. Awesome. We, you know we we hit this rare this rare place to get to a, a a point in my career where now you know obviously when you're starting out you got your one song your first single mm-hmm. and you know now i'm on my sixth single mm-hmm. so and we only we can only play i think like seven or eight songs so i'm lucky enough to be able to play six hits Mm-hmm. and you know but but we do have to fill a couple songs with some album cuts but uh you know like it's about time for a drink with right with featuring florida georgia line that one goes over great and uh, a couple other a couple other fan favorites but you know to be to have a majority of the set be radio successful songs right. is Man, I've been waiting on this for so long. Well, we love it because we could sing along to every song. Exactly. exactly. Every word, every song. So it's great for us. (laughs) Exactly. Who picks? Do you actually decide what you're going to play for your set? Or is it the same for every show? No, my my bass player and I sit down. I mean, it's it's pretty much tour by tour. Mm -hmm. So if, if we know we have 50 minutes on the Tim McGraw tour. Mm-hmm. So we plan out the best freaking 50 minutes that anyone has ever seen in their entire life. Uh, but then, you know, we fly to a, a festival. And so mm-hmm. we got to do 75 minutes. So right. we sit so. down, we reconstruct, you know, cause, cause, cause songs are kind of ebbing and flowing. Like she likes it's climbing the charts right now. And uh, as that gains more, more uh, 
attention and people know it more. You know, we may, you know, think about where we do we play it a little later? Do we save it, you know, for this mm -hmm. big moment or, you know, so we're I mean, I'm always my mind is just always turning for live show. Like, how do we put on the best show mm -hmm. in country music that anyone's ever seen? Well, you did it pretty well. I, I love the fact that when you got on the back riser and you had all the the um, I was going to say smoke, but, you know, it's yeah, that was that was cool, man. And the guitar players. I mean, that's what gets the crowd going. And then they're out there shaking your ass and the ladies are <laughs> going nuts. Yeah, <laughs> we for everybody. Uh, Deb was standing next to me going, oh, my God, look at him. I said, no, Deb, well, I'll go get a beer. Between um, that and, and the six pack that's hidden underneath your uh, your beater shirt there, you know, not a bad gig for a girl. It. Let me tell you, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely, but your fans, you know, it's all about the fans, and it's always you know one fan at a time. And every show, you get more fans, and you just keep growing and growing and growing. Mm -hmm. And this McGraw tour. Um, I know when Tim came out for the meet and greet, um, uh, being radio and of course being back there and hanging out for a little bit, when he walked through those doors and I went, damn, <laughs> I said, damn, I said, I, now I look fat and, and then get, I'm getting a picture with him. Deb and I were back there getting our picture and just hanging out and having a little conversation about 1883 and the music and all that too. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I said, damn, what, I mean, he's nothing but muscle, nothing but yeah. muscle. There's not an yeah. inch of fat on this guy. I know. Talk about six pack underneath. It's that yeah. guy. I mean, he's like 0% body fat and he's wow. jacked and he, he's you know, he like just, no he's just, yeah, wow. it's awesome. Yeah. It's inspiring for sure. You are quite close to that. So you had said earlier, you work out with some of his uh, workout regime sometimes. How is that working for you? <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. I mean, he, I, you know, I, I try to stay fit. And, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. he, every day at three o'clock, well, Fridays and Saturdays at three o'clock, he does a gr big group workout. He runs it. He runs everybody through the thing. You got the circuit set up, the weights here, the mats there, the tires over there, you know, it's like, and he just tells you what to do. And we hit six rounds of just oh. intensity. And, uh, but honestly, I've realized like, that's like, mm -hmm. that's like our, our bro time, you know, a, like, yeah, it's a boot camp. He, yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, that's our time to catch up, talk about last night, talk about the crowd, talk about the show, talk about life, mm -hmm. talk about anything, you know, because, um, yeah, like that's that's when we have our, you know, it's sort of RD, deep breathing time. Yeah. And it's I love in it. a very relaxed setting. So, yeah. So yeah. you go from getting the phone call and going, holy shit, I'm on this tour to being best friends now and out back uh, lifting the tires and the ropes yeah. and yeah. do you do the rope uh what's the rope uh i saw a video where he was mm -hmm. flipping yeah. the ropes battle uh, ropes yeah that's crazy battle ropes and then you take sledgehammers and just smash a, oh. a giant truck tire and it's it's fun it's it's a it's a nice release it's a nice pump up for the show for sure yeah, I'm sure you feel good after doing it too. Oh yeah. So jacked. So jacked, man. Just crazy. <laughs> hey, let's talk about the new single. Tell us about that a little bit. Dude, first of all, one of my favorite songs uh that I've put out. And it really just came about the guy we wrote it with. So Jake Scott's on the song as well. Mm -hmm. Josh Kerr, um, they work together all the time. And he posted a song that Jake had just released. And I was like, dude, this is fire like i'm an instant fan of this jake guy mm -hmm. so i was like can we write with them like when's he going to be in town what's the deal and he's like dude he's coming in a month 
So he was coming into town and uh, this was the second song that we wrote together. And, and it was just, I was like, dude, we got it. We got to put this out together. Like my fans will love it. Your fans will love it. It's, it's country, but it's pop. It's, it's mm-hmm. both. It's bluesy guitar and you know, it's country lyrics. And I was like, dude, we got to do it. And so we came back up to the house. So my studio is literally just right down the hill, walk mm-hmm. back up to the house and we walk in the door and my wife is blasting John Denver while she's making <laughs> while she's making dinner. And I was like, this is God. This yeah. is God shining down on this song. Because for those who don't know, we mentioned uh, mm-hmm. playing John Denver through the speakers mm-hmm. and all that in the song. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is crazy. This is God. I've got chills just talking about it. Yeah. And so, man, like we and I, t- I called my record label. I was like, I just want to put this song out. I just. If five people hear it, great. If a hundred million people hear it, great. So we did just put it out. And then as of like two last week, it was streaming 6.2 million a week, which is a million. That's a million more than my biggest streaming song I've ever had. I mean, when you see a number like that, I, I, what absolutely goes through your mind? Like, my, heart ex- my heart explodes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like beaming from the inside because mm-hmm. it, that feeling of knowing so many people are connecting with this song already. So many people love this song already and not just, they're not just listening to it once they're listening to it. On repeat. You know, oh yeah. Yes. Over and over. And, and all the playlists that we've gotten, they've been on, it's been on so many playlists for months and months and months just shows that it's not going anywhere, which is great news. That's uh, awesome. so yeah, I mean, and, and then thank you guys for playing it too. And this oh, has been my, this has been my fastest climbing song too. It's like, it's blue Tacoma was my fastest climbing song. And this song is already 10 weeks ahead of blue Tacoma. And so it's That's amazing. I, I, I just, I'm speechless. Like I'm mm-hmm. so excited with, with this song coming out. Wow. Just amazing. Can you, um, and can you really take us back to, to to when you first started performing? How old were you? And well, talk to us about the journey just a little bit. Yeah, so I I transferred to Belmont University where I met Florida Georgia Line. Mm-hmm. I met my wife. I met all of our friends. Like that's where my community came from. And uh, I I just immediately I wrote I had written like four songs at the time. I was twenty twenty or twenty one. And I had two songs that I'd written by myself, one that I had co-written. And I was like, that'll get me through a writer's round, you know? And so I just, I literally started booking. There was a coffee shop right across the street that had a a, a little stage upstairs and probably, Mm -hmm. literally probably held 15 people. And then, but only three showed up, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And so... You know, I just I just started building from there. I mean, yeah. I literally I literally would play anywhere. I don't care, and I still like I I don't care how many people are there. I'm gonna put on the exact same show, and I just started building from three to five to ten to twelve to, you know, playing out, and uh, a booking agent comes out and sees it, and then they start providing opportunities to play mm-hmm. little festival opening slots here and opening slots there, and 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 really, I just just never stopped but so that was 2000 i think i started in probably 08 
but really, I really started, I really started grinding about probably 11 or 12. So 10 years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we always say right. that the 10 year yeah, down. I know. And, I, How and true people is that? said that people said that back when, when I was in college and I was like, not me, dude, check <laughs> this out. Watch me. <laughs> and uh here we are here we are but <laughs> so look, at, look at how great the 10th year turned out and it's up so, from yeah. there oh my great. gosh back-to-back hits for this guy mm-hmm. uh our midday girl marissa um she has spent in boston and albany and she just posted on here that russell russell shared his drink with me before the show in mansfield after our interview and i'm pretty sure he's why i'm immune to covid what <laughs> just kidding but I love this man. So I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, she's awesome. We love Marissa. She's our midday girl. Like I say, she, you know, she's been a big fan of yours for a long time, yeah. but uh, it's just, you know, when you think about everything you've done, I mean, it, it's gotta be just, you have to pinch yourself every once in a while because mm-hmm. yeah. you've had hit after hit. You're on tour with McGraw. You've had your own headlining tour. You're, you're performing, you know, overseas. It's like, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, yeah. Some sometimes you got to step out of the grind for a minute and and just exactly what you just said. You know, mm-hmm. four number ones uh, on tour with Tim McGraw, selling out, headlining. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, you do have to step out because every because the grind doesn't stop. It just you know mm-hmm. it's it's day after day after day and build after build. But sometimes there are days where you just you just like even like today, like just had yeah. a. Yes, yeah. quasi day off, and I'm just like, man, isn't that awesome? This is this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Do you? you uh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just. I know it was great to have a day off today, but do you get a little bit antsy if you have a couple days at home where you feel like you're itching to get back out again? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, my, yeah. Our but our bus is coming tomorrow at noon, so we're. I mean, this is our. This is my only day, mm-hmm. only day out, off, and so we're back straight on the road tomorrow and. I'm just like, all right, time to time to shift back into show mode. I've got to to pack, get my show clothes ready, get my boots on the bus and do it. Do the last weekend of McGraw tour. Now, is um, Kaylee and Remington going with you? Yeah. So, I mean, we basically long story short, we we basically waited to start a family Mm -hmm. until we could we could have our own family bus and right and so you know for years it was just we had we had the back lounge turned into kind of a master you know mm-hmm. like a full bed and everything yep. uh, it was like until until one we can afford it um it, i mean really that's just that's what we waited on and so now yes we we have that's me cool. my wife and our son and then either my mom or her mom will come out and kind of nanny and yeah Cause yeah. you know, the road, the road gets busy. And so just to make sure that he always has somebody. He's active. He's yeah. An active oh, he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we saw you, you walked out with him in your arms Thursday. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, you know, I just brought the kid with me. He's like, he was the yeah. cutest little thing. So yeah. he's not oh, so man. little dude. He's, he's a pretty no. good sized baby monster. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's a year and a half, a yeah. couple months more. And he's 36 pounds, 36 inches, like <laughs> off the charts and everything. It's that touring life. He's already yeah. got that attitude. That's right. That's he's right. He's ready. And uh, from what I understand, and I know I've heard it, your wife, Kaylee, she's got a podcast, Coffee with Kaylee. And mm-hmm. you guys, uh, sometimes it's just you and her talking about life. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, every season we try to do an episode together and she's on season two. And so we kicked it off together and just, cool. just to catch people up on where we're at and what's going on with our lives. And we got to talk about Tim McGraw and uh, getting to play Nissan stadium this year at CMA fest, another huge pinch me moment. It's on the big um, stage. Yeah. 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 The big, the big old boy. Yeah, so, we're not yeah, we're not it, talking about the little stage on the side, or you know, where I mean, everybody's got to get their start, and I totally get that. But yeah. now you're the stage, the stage. <laughs> I know, and so, so yeah. But you know, we just catch up, and coffee with Kaylee has been such an awesome uh, kind of outlet for her. To she's such a great conversationalist, and yes, I've um, noticed. That she pulls excellent. the best out of people. Yeah, and so my best friend was just on there. That's one of my favorites, Ben Ben Pospisil, and talks about he was in prison for four years and oh, wow. just like how he found God there. And mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, I mean, she's, it's so fantastic. Y'all should definitely go check that out. Definitely. I, I have a 13 hour drive next Sunday. So I'll be listening to that yes. from A to Z. Burn em. <laughs> I absolutely will. What's it like though? You got the whole family on the bus. I imagine, uh, what you leave a show and you go all the way back home unless you got one the next night. But, uh, What's it like to travel on the bus like that? Is it comfortable? Do you sleep well? What, what, just, you know, being an artist, being on the bus, do you get mm -hmm. rest or no? You get like, you get about like 70% rest. Like if a great, if the great night's sleep is a hundred, you get about a, a 75 is probably the best you can get on the road. Cause there's, you know, there's the stop and the go and the turns and the rumble strips and the, the bumps in the road. And, you know, so on a, on a, on a great night, you get about a 70 ish. You get a little nervous when the driver hits the rumble strips going, uh Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, are we swerving a wreck? Like, are we, are we about to end up in the ceiling? Like, are we going to flip over? No. I would oh, be a nervous wreck. I mean, yeah. do you, you don't mind driving through the night. Like, do you ever think about, uh, bad weather, a deer jumping out on the road, or something. these drivers are pretty good though. These drivers, yeah, I mean, our up. our driver's been doing it for almost forty years. Maybe he's mm -hmm. driven for Willie Nelson, Jamie Johnson, and oh, you know, it, he. I guarantee, like, he is the most trusty, trustworthy bus driver out there. And so, you know that 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 helps you sleep better at night, knowing that he's been doing this for a long time and never. Mm -hmm. Never once has he had a wreck or, a, you know, fall asleep, swerve off the road, whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, let me ask style. you, if uh, if you weren't doing this, what do you think you'd be doing? I'd still be doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's no B plan, Skip. No B plan. <laughs> uh, no B. Oh, no, just do man. it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I honestly, since I probably was 18 years old, haven't haven't even yeah. thought once about cool. quitting or turning back or I, I, I honestly don't know. I was just, I was, you don't know. I was, yeah, I was valeting cars just to pay rent mm -hmm. so that I could go out on the weekends and play shows, you know? Oh, absolutely. I, I'd be, I don't know. Maybe I'd be in marketing. So that'd be something creative. Yeah, I know, but you've been doing this so long. I totally get it. Right. Totally yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. I, it's like, you got to think, it's you're exactly right with that song. You got to think if you yeah. weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Um, I'd still be doing this till I was able to do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you do yeah. any covers at all of any of the other artists in your shows? 
we I've always been funny about covers because I've just seen like in Nashville, like there's Broadway, mm-hmm. right? Which is Tourist. covers only. Yeah. And then there's like there's Twelfth and Porter, there's Third and Lindsley, there's Bluebird, there's Station the listening in. room. Yeah, Station Inn, where people come to play their artistry. Mm-hmm. And I've always been so careful not to sacrifice my artistry for just a quick little crowd pleaser moment, you know, but do I play friends in low places every once in a while? Absolutely. Why not? Like, yeah, you know, sometimes it needs that. Sometimes that's the vibe. Um, but we do, I like to sprinkle in tastefully. Like, uh, we do on a a song I have called MGNO, my girl's night out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do like Whitney Houston dance with somebody because it's just like well, you, going you out. You did that party on uh, Thursday, yep. I think. That yes, was, yep. that went over very shut, well. <laughs> yep, that and shut up and dance with me, and mm-hmm. you know, just I like to tastefully sprinkle in a little, sprinkle in a little cover no, that's every cool. once in a while. It's cool the way you do it too. That's why I was kind of asking. It gets mm-hmm. the crowd going, and yeah. they're already going. You're just adding to yeah. it. Yeah, you just right. put a little more fuel on the fire, which mm-hmm. is good. That's right. You know, I, and I love what whenever an artist, um, a lot of concerts that I go to where we work with the radio station and, for example, the Tim McGraw show, when it comes out like one of the biggest hits, I like it. I love it. And I see the other artists come out as well. And what you guys did. I mean, that is just, you know, you, Brandon, uh, Alexandra. It was just that's so cool. That's so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I. OK, so. Actually, to go back to your question, <laughs> I did in 2021. Uh, I did cover I Like It, I Love It, but I played drums. I what? got on the drum set and I had my I had my headset mic on. I'm playing the drums and we do I Like It, I Love It. Uh-huh. So that that is, you know, there's there's some of those songs that are so deep in me that I'm like, okay, this is, we'll do this one for sure. Yeah. And that leads me to, and Deb, go ahead. I know you're going to ask this question because he was playing the drums and that's probably just one of many. Oh yeah. We were talking about that earlier. You play several instruments. I, I play a few. Yeah. I was, I mean, my first instrument was piano. My mom, my mom taught piano all growing up. So she made me take, she made me take from somebody else. But she definitely made me play piano. And then, um, I mean, that just, that and guitar, you can kind of play, you play a lot of things. You play bass. Mm-hmm. Um, I do play a little mandolin. Um, I, yeah. I mean, there's, and then yeah. your drums. And then your drums, yes. I played so. drums all through high school, yeah. yeah. So, okay. And. And going back to the 50-minute thing, uh, the Gottlieb girls, uh, big fans of, fans of yours here in central New York, uh, 50 minutes is not enough. It's not. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But, hey, Tim McGraw's the boss. And, and No, I know. And plus, they got time constraints. Everything's on a time schedule. And it's yeah. funny that uh, I know you guys pretty much probably can do it with your eyes closed. But when we were just kind of, Deb and I were hanging out backstage with uh, with another friend. And he goes, all right, the lights are going to go out in 10, 9. Poof. I know. Boom. It, it, it's like yep. you, you just know that. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Russell's heading out. Yep. 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 Everything is just. So, so perfect to the minute. I mean, it's like, as soon as eight o'clock, we have eight o'clock to eight 50. And, but as soon as eight o'clock lights go down, music starts 
and then uh, we're rolling off there. We 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 probably play about forty eight and a half. Mm. So it's yeah. And you have a do you have a timer up there? I know I've been backstage a lot, and I see a lot of acts do that. They'll have a timer that they can watch, but the audience can't see. Yeah, our, well, our monitor guy. Oh yeah, like, he'll all right, Russell. Ears. Five yeah. minutes, Russell. Five like, minutes. Dude, like, bro, you're talking too much. Let's go. We got to go. <laughs> well, like, I was, yeah, I'm bonding with the crowd. Dude. Well, I was going to say that. What happens if you get going on going with the crowd and it just happens mm-hmm. to work out where they're really interactive and you mm-hmm. carry on a, a minute conversation? Does that mean yeah. at the end you have to either cut a song a bit or do you scratch a song or are you allowed to go over? What happens if you go over? Well, so we do. We keep we keep that like two, two and a half oh. minute buffer. Uh, so, you know, if we end early they're okay. they're pleased, but if, you know, if I'm vibing with the crowd and there's lots of interaction and there's some signs or read some signs, talk, you know, then, uh, then we got that built in buffer. Okay. That's cool. That's, well, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do because if yeah, you don't right. have any control over it, it could just, oh, you know, he'd be when, on you, that when, route. when you start playing, you don't want to stop, but right. something you, not you stop, have to yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. 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 Hey, uh, Russell, and uh, here's the toughest question probably anybody's ever asked you. All right. Uh, in five words, describe what you would like the rest of your life to be. Wow. Told you. The rest of my life. Mm, just always driven 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 by something driven by something passionate love it um fulfilling okay that's three i know it's hard peaceful (laughs) four i love it and hmm all right i'll say i'm gonna say good Good dash times. There you Good go. Time. There you go. See, you is go. that the toughest Memories. question? Memories. Memories. Damn. Memories. That's it. Memories. That's it. Exactly. Memories. Mm-hmm. Wow. What is, uh, just before we let you go here, uh, the lowest point in your career? Do you have one? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say it was right, right before, right before, I mean, so your, we had yours. I had written yours and we. Mm-hmm. Which we hear uh, at almost every wedding, by the way. Yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was before we shot the video for that. Was I'd been turned down by every record label in Nashville. We did a big showcase. I played yours. I think I might have played Blue Tacoma too, mm-hmm. and no one would sign me. And this was like we're like for sure we're gonna get signed this time. Like mm-hmm. we got hits now, and to to play this big showcase every label was there um and then to to get the news that no one was going to offer a, a contract was just like dang like what do what do i do now and so but that lowest point was was the motivating factor for us to go shoot our own music video mm-hmm. i started my own record label with my manager mm-hmm. and from there we launched the video uh then it it got picked up on satellite and then that was starting to go and then the streaming services started playing it and playing it so that honestly that lowest point was was the the either you're gonna do this yeah Yeah, 
Right. But it was the best thing that ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. Made you think, made you realize, it made you say, hey, we need to do something different. Because mm -hmm. this is what still, I want to do and I'm not going to let it go. Yeah. And still to this day, like that is still so motivating to me of like, I wasn't handed anything in this industry. Like I've, I've for every, I've clawed and grinded for every single step of this process to even, to even get a record deal to mm -hmm, mm -hmm. being on radio tour and to getting the, the single up my first number one up the chart. And, mm -hmm. you know, so then we did sign with triple tigers records and amazing radio team there. And so yes. it's just like, we Absolutely. hit every step. I mean, just about every station in America and, a you know, flying and drive a Honda Civic acoustic guitar set up in the, <laughs> in the conference room. And, you know, so mm -hmm. it, 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 it's all of those moments. I was like, I've, what do I have to lose now? It's, you know, just mm -hmm. building on that. So, um, no handouts and I, I never want handouts. I never want to be overrated. I never want to be any of those things. Like I, I'd rather be underrated my entire career than have a bunch of nonsense hype built up around me. You know, that's what people love about you. Mm -hmm. You are just Russell Dickerson. You yeah. are just you. Yeah. That's the best thing. That's yeah. the best thing right there, man. Yeah, man. Thank uh, you. Yeah, no. That and and a lot of people have to have that they should have that attitude. If they don't, hey, you know, they're gonna it's your bread and butter. If you want to be an ass, then you know well, you're I only think, hurting yourself. So I think there's right. so much more respect from the fans to the artist when you've paved mm. your way yourself and it wasn't handed to you. Because yeah. everybody in, you know, we're all hardworking mm. people. Your career is just different than his mm. career, my career, whatever. And you right. had to like you said, really grind to get there. And mm -hmm. I just think the stories, I mean, I so appreciate the stories when mm -hmm. you hear about the artists, they've slept in their van and they were homeless and mm -hmm. someone said they were down to their last $7 and 42 cents in their account. And then, yeah. you know, it's like by the grace of God, someone came through and offered them a contract and you've had yeah. those stepping stones as well. And you appreciate everything you've earned yeah. oh, to the state, big, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, there after, after you, some people, I mean, not, I don't know specifics, but people get entitled after a certain point and, you know, well, I've, you know, I've, I'm comfortable now. And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't have to do this interview or I don't have to do this. Right. No, exactly. Fly here and do this show that I don't want to do. And I'm like, until, and there, here's the thing is like Garth Brooks still does those things, mm -hmm. you know, and he's selling out stadiums two nights in a row. Like until I'm at that point, then like, and I, and I still think I'll do it because I, I was love to say, why would you I stop? Love, exactly. Like I love, I love telling the story and mm -hmm. I love, you know, talking to you guys and, and I appreciate you guys playing the music and mm -hmm. there, it's just this, this, this constant growth that I, it has to, this has to be normal. Mm -hmm. Like this can't be a burden, mm -hmm. you know, right, like right. It, every interview and every, show and everything like i i just love every aspect i'm a people person i love i love, I love human interaction yeah, and that's so important. i feel like yeah i feel like garth is too and and that's what i admire about him is no i mean he's the biggest artist to ever live mm -hmm. and he's still doing it he loves all his fans so you really know yes. it's coming from the heart with him yeah. and i was going to touch and say you know and at any given moment too it can be taken away from us no matter what our yeah. career is as we saw with covid 
I mean, how mm -hmm. do we know? So, so it's like, while you have it now and you are where you love being, we just enjoy every minute of it and your family's there to do it with you. Mm -hmm. so. That's, I mean, that makes it all so much sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to keep you much longer here, but I know uh, Remington was born during COVID, so you were able to spend a lot of much-needed family time together. Him as uh, mm -hmm. a baby, baby. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. That really that that was a great opportunity. So yeah, yeah, and like I said, you know, we we grinded, grind. I mean, we were in a we were in a van, we were in a, a SUV from 2011 to. 2017 i think for mm -hmm. six years wow and and you know so going from that and then and then right. you get the radio success and the, the work doesn't stop so we were going 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 up until covid and 2020 i didn't realize was such a much needed break mm -hmm. and then january 1st we found out we were pregnant of 2020 and then you know march whatever yep. everything mm -hmm. shuts down and so it's just like wow right Holy now cow. what? I mean, it's like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> we got a baby like, coming, and I'm not working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now what do we do? Great. Yeah. No, man. I knew. I. Yeah. I mean, there was never a moment where I knew right. God wasn't going to take care of it right. all. And um, absolutely. But just to, I was like, I kept telling myself the whole year, I was like, just enjoy this time because in a year from now, you're going to be wishing that you know that that you had this time off, that you had these. Mm -hmm days to go on a walk with your wife and mm -hmm. push your your brand new baby around the neighborhood and you know and so it just there was so many sweet moments that happened in that time yeah and there's your memories there it is that's it memories the start the start of your memories it's so yes. cool it's been russell uh russell dickerson uh it's so good to see you man and uh thanks for coming on here with us tonight and of course. Uh, it's just it's so cool to talk to you outside of yeah we saw you backstage and it was a quick hello and had remington mm -hmm. in your arms and we knew you were busy but it was pretty awesome to say hello but this doing this gives us an opportunity to to really to chit chat a little bit and find out more about you and mm -hmm. each other so yeah. to speak so of course man of course you know it, how close are you to nashville proper how close are you to downtown probably 12 minutes i think oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> That was a big joke with us this weekend. Everywhere we had to go was 13 minutes. It was like, really? we're going to this restaurant. Yeah. Oh, it's 13 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. 12 to 13 minutes. So when you yeah. said the 12 minutes, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. really funny because everything yeah, right was within here. the 12 to yeah. 13 minute range. So that's Pop a perfect. Interstate. Yeah. Yep. 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 Perfect and can you, time. are you able to be a, can you go places without people going, oh, that's Russell Dickerson or and then all that? Can you go to the grocery store and just get what you need to get? And people just say, hey, Russell, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, cool. everybody, I feel like everybody's super cool here yeah, and they're, yeah. it's not, oh, it's not bombarding. Right. Any right. Means. You know, if anybody, they're just like, Hey man, love your music. Keep doing it. And I'm like, yeah, Thanks, well, that's man. cool. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's that's cool. nice. Russell Dickerson on skip happens tonight. And we always talk about the journey of the artists. As you can see, they start, you know, practically with nothing. And uh, of course, Russell, he's had his four number ones. Uh, yeah. Four, right. Four. Yeah. Trying to, yep. Four. Yeah. And another one on the way, I think. And even another one after that. And maybe Come even on. another one after that. I'm ready for him. <laughs> you know, I, I say that as a radio Me guy. Too. And I'm saying that because you keep putting that music out. You're making my job really easy. I'm just I saying. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Russell, uh, you know, on behalf of Deb and I, uh, thanks for checking us out or hanging out with us here on Skip Happens tonight on the podcast. And I'd uh, love to do this again sometime. Love to yeah. see you out and about. And I'm sure we will because Deb's in Nashville 
no kidding, just about every other day for whatever. <laughs> every every other week I said that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, so I don't know. Good. Deb, you so want to explain your explain well, your business? That, a I can bit? do that. Well, uh, well, the Country Music Fan Club is uh, my first business that's out there. Mm -hmm. So we'll promote all the artists, especially we love promoting the new and up and coming artists. So we have all kinds yes. of people on our fan page watching you right now, and then we have all a skip the Skip Happens podcast. Uh, Love folks it. watching on their Facebook page, which is great. But um, also we have audience companies. So we uh, fulfill, if you're ever doing a music video or anything, mm -hmm. if you need some extras, track me down because that's my okay, job. Okay, girl. Okay. <laughs> so all good. Oh, so thank cool. you for spending time with yeah. us tonight. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. We Only love you. Skip happens, baby. Skip happens. Yeah. You know what I got to do? I'll have to. I'll send it out to the label. But I have Skip happens uh, coffee mugs, and I'll send a bunch to the label. So, yes. you know, love or, it. unless you have love another it, address. But uh, if you got it, you want to give it to me off air. That's fine. But uh, if Perfect. not, I'll send it to the label. Make sure you get a mug. So that's love cool. it, man. I love All it. right. Thank you guys for having me so much. Hey, have a good rest of your tour. Uh, yeah, enjoy your out. time with Rock Tim. out. And uh, I'll Whoa. see you at CMA Fest because we'll be there. So I'll be watching Perfect. your show. We'll be there. So. Right. It's Russell Dickerson, everybody. Yeah. Have a good night. Thanks for joining Thanks, us, Russell. Guys, oh, of course. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.